The New Marketing Show is brought to you by Trinity Web Media. TrinityWebMedia.com. Trinity Web Media solves business problems with intelligent web development and digital marketing. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of The New Marketing Show, a marketing podcast where we talk about how effective digital marketing, web development, social media management, content marketing, how that all solves business problems. Coming to you live from Fish Tank in Haddon Township, New Jersey, the home of uh, Trinity Web Media here in South Jersey. So today I'm flying solo, so this is probably going to be a little bit quicker of an episode, but I want to talk about something that's super important and then something that we've been really working on a lot here at Trinity and a lot of questions we've been getting. And it's, I guess it's, you know, maybe it's part of a WordPress 101 series, but I want to talk about contact forms. <laughs> I want to talk about a couple of things. What makes a good contact form? What helps people fill out contact forms? What yields you more conversion? And then most importantly, how can you track your contact forms? So let's just jump in. Contact forms are an essential part of your website. You know, since the beginning of websites, forms have always been a way for somebody to communicate from one side of the the internet browser to the other. So what we do is we want to make sure that almost every page on the WordPress site that we develop has a good intuitive contact form. So when the user wants more information, they can easily get it. Now, our form system of choice, and probably for most of the WordPress industry, is Gravity Forms. I absolutely love Gravity Forms by Rocket Genius. I've been using... Uh, Carl Hancock's Gravity Forms for, oh my gosh, maybe 10 years now. Uh, and then from, you know, there are other forms out there, but we just found that Gravity Forms is far superior to anything like Contact Form 7 or any, anything else out there. So if you're not using Gravity Forms, first off, you're doing yourself a disservice. You know, uh, Gravity Forms in license, I think for the individual is $49. And it's a developer, it may be $249, but it's well worth it. Again, it's one of those situations where it's a plugin, a premium plugin, and you will get your money's worth. You know, you always get what you pay for. And Gravity Forms is by far one of the best values in the WordPress plugin ecosystem. <clears throat> so all of our forms are created with Gravity Forms. And we like to have a form or a contact button or a call to action on almost every page that we go ahead and when we launch the site. Why do we do that? Why? Because we want people to be able to get more information, contact us, buy things, book appointments, and do anything that furthers the business model and works with the business goals. You know, it's super, super important to understand your goals. Again, you know, we talk lots about goals. We talk lots about business models. We talk lots about all of these things. And conversion is one of the goals. You know, everybody says that generating revenue is their ultimate goal, but conversion is the goal. Generating revenue is the byproduct of that goal. So we want to make sure that people have an easy way to go ahead and contact whomever they need to to get the information. <clears throat> now, to get people to fill out your forms, some of the things that we like to do is we like to make sure that the forms are as brief and as short as possible. Now, sometimes 
we do that in, in various ways. Sometimes it's just a quick in and out name, name, contact method, etc. And then what will happen is you get that information and the salesperson will have to go back and to contact them for more information. That will yield a higher conversion rate. But I don't know if that always yields the best qualified lead or the best qualified submission. So we like to do certain things like use conditional logic that have them answer another question based on how they answered previous questions. And what that does is it gives more of an interactive experience. And what it does is it also has them give more detail. And when you get more detail, you can also funnel based on that logic. You can also funnel that contact form to the correct person who is going to field that question uh, internally the best way. <clears throat> so if you are selling product X, Y, and Z, maybe product Y, you have route to one person in your business development team. Maybe you have product Z route to a different person, et cetera, et cetera. This is, is one of the ways that you can go ahead and make sure that you're getting the lead to the correct person internally, and then also getting the person who's filling out the contact request exactly what they need in order to be a good you know, qualified lead and in order to and go ahead and capture some of that conversion. You know, other things that we like to do is we really like to do things like, you know, use notifications. You know, sometimes when you use a notif notification, so we track everything, first of all. So everything is tracked through Google Analytics from a goal set. And typically the goal set is the thank you page. So everybody who fills out a form <clears throat> gets routed to a designated thank you page. Now, based on how they answer their questions or what products and services they're interested in, you can route them to various thank you pages. Because that way, again, what you're doing is enhancing the user experience. And whenever possible, we want to enhance the user experience. And like, let's face it, contact forms are not typically the most exciting part of a website. But if we can provide the best experience when it comes to filling out those forms, then we have a better chance of capturing that person as a client. <clears throat> so we want to bring them to a, con a thank you page. Also, upon bringing them to a thank you page, what we can do is we send the person who sends out the form and thank you email, a follow-up email saying your request has been received. But based on how they answer the questions, maybe one of the things you can think about is serving up more content to them you know, via email and say, if you're interested in, again, we already know X, Y, and Z from the conditional logic, maybe you'd be interested in some of these other topics. And what you can do is you can provide them with links back to your topic for uh, maybe a podcast that you did on, on the product, or maybe, you know, a video that you did on the service, et cetera, et cetera. That way, you're going to start to engage this person even more. From a business standpoint, internally, what we like to do is route everything, you know, to the designated salesperson, route everything to a generic email, you know, like an info at, but also using some technology such as like Zapier, routing them to a spreadsheet in Google Sheets or Excel spreadsheet, anything like that, so that we can have one repository of everyone who's contacted us. That way, any type of the, any one of the business development managers, anyone internally, what they could do is they can quickly follow up with, you know, where you are with that. You, you know, these people can also be dumped into a, a CRM, you know, instead of a Google sheet. I like having them into a Google sheet 
only because then you get a snapshot of everybody who's come in and it's quicker and easier to follow up. You know, from there, you can do what you want with it and, you know, make sure that these leads are nurtured appropriately. Again, you know, we spend a lot of time, we spend a lot of money, we spend a lot of effort in getting leads to our site and getting people to our site and getting people to fill out forms. What happens afterwards is usually, you know, lack of follow-up. You know, I can't tell you how many times that we've heard from clients that, you know, they don't get anybody converting, you know, from the converting into, you know, whether it be patients or customers or clients, you know, based on the contact form submissions. And then we ask, well, how do you follow up? And then, you know, typically there's a lot of silence because there's not a good follow-up or business development process in place. And that's the key component. So a couple of things, you know, for a takeaway here, and again, I said that this was going to be a WordPress one-on-one sort of abbreviated episode. A couple of things in place. Have a contact form on every one of your pages or have a call to action for that route somebody to a contact form or to a contact page. From there, ask intelligent questions and use some conditional logic, you know, that's already built into gravity forms where you can go ahead and say, you know, you could serve up different questions based on how they answered the previous question. You're going to be able to get more leads that way because you're asking or more qualified leads that way because you're asking the right questions. From there, make sure that you have a way to let them know and to close the communication loop via thank you page, which is also going to measure and, you know, help you measure your analytics. And then have business development tools in place, such as notifications and our Google spreadsheets, so that you can go ahead and make sure that you're following up on these leads. Again, the worst kind of contact form for anyone is one that nobody follows up on, because then you have zero chance of, co- co- of connecting with that person, zero chance of converting that person into the ultimate goal, which is a paying source of revenue. So again, contact forms, super, super important. Make sure that you pay a lot of attention to them. Make sure they're configured right. Again, we love gravity forms. You know, this isn't, uh, there are other form systems out there, but we just find gravity forms really helps us do exactly what we need to do. So with that, thanks for listening. We appreciate you being here. You know, for more episodes of the New Marketing Show, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts. We're there. Just type in the New Marketing Show, and you're going to be able to find us. Also, you can get more content on for us on Instagram TV or YouTube, and that's just strictly at Trinity Web Media. So. Again, next week, we'll be back with a full-length episode with Kevin and myself talking about more WordPress, digital marketing, and social media topics. So until then, take care. Thank you.